0: Hey mama, have you set your health goals for the year already? How are you feeling about them? Are you ready to commit and do what you have to do to follow through with your new year's resolutions this year? Do you wish I was not talking about goals and visions for the year? Because the reality is that everyone else is already in your ear whispering about what you should or shouldn't do and reminding you of those disheartening statistics, and I'm sure you're sick of it, right? but I want to share something hopeful for you in the midst of thinking about the goal setting and vision casting failures of the past. I want to share a better way to think about all of it. I want to see you succeed in the things that you want for your life and your health. So let's get into it. I pray this blesses you. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids, again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wish that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation, so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Dear Mama, welcome to the first episode of 2023. I cannot believe that it's January, another year upon us. I bet you're probably thinking about your goals for the year, setting your vision or intentions for the year, or dare I say, deciding on New Year's resolutions. I'm sure you've heard the statistics about just how many of us actually keep our New Year's resolutions or stick to our goals for the entire year. It's not pretty, but I want to give you some encouragement today and teach you hopefully a few new mindsets that you can adopt to help you walk into the new year with a confidence in your healthy living like never before. See, there's a lot of emotion that can come up when it comes to setting goals or casting a vision for what you want this year to look like. Personally, I've experienced the fear and overwhelm that it can bring, but also felt the joy of accomplishing what I set out to do. I wholeheartedly believe, though, that no matter what your past experiences or feelings around setting goals, especially around your health, that God wants to be a part of it and walk with you through it. One of the first things I love walking clients through is casting a vision for their health, and I encourage you to do this exercise for yourself. Grab your journal or whatever and and ask yourself, what do I envision myself and my health to be like in one year and in five years, Write Everything that comes to mind, you know, think about all the struggles you want to overcome, all the things you want to be doing, who you want to be, you know, the kind of mom and the kind of wife you want to be. What does your healthy lifestyle look like ideally in those timeframes? Put yourself there. Think about all the emotions, all the things that come up when you picture yourself living as that woman in one year and in five years. Next, take it to the Lord. Talk with him about it. Surrender the vision to him. Ask him what he thinks. Where is he leading you? The things that he's asking you to lay down, who he's calling you to live as. Remember, God loves you so much and he created you unique and you bring him joy and were created for his glory. He has a plan and a purpose for you and longs for you to know him and to let him into all aspects of your life. God is constantly inviting you into deeper relationship with him, and that often means allowing him into the places of our lives, like our health goals, that we sometimes like to hold on to control of for some reason. That's sort of a tangent, but I'll say this one more thing. I honestly believe that the enemy often uses this world's expectations for living healthy as a way to keep you distracted from God and busy doing it on your own rather than allowing your health journey to be a part of your relationship with God or vice versa, really. I believe that when you realize that you don't have to get healthy before going to God, when you invite God into your health journey, when you bring your struggles to him, you'll begin to see health as a way to live a life of glory to God. A way to let your habits honor God and reflect his love to this world as we were created for. Okay, so whether your goals are to lose weight, get in shape, eat healthier, whatever they are, remember that the most important thing is to seek the Lord through it all and allow him to to lead you. At this point, you may be thinking things like, well, I've never done this whole goal setting thing before. I'm not sure where to start. Or maybe I failed in the past. What's the point? Which... By the way, your past failure does not define your future success, okay? okay. Or maybe you're thinking, you know, I know what to do, but I just can't seem to do it. Or I have this vision, but I'm unclear about what the next step is, or I'm fearful of taking the next step. So regardless of where you're at, there's one key ingredient that will make all the difference. And that is, what does the Lord say about it? So I'm praying that you really will take the time to reflect and journal on that vision exercise that I gave you above um, for yourself and that you'll be able to slow down and sit still long enough to hear from the Lord. Because the truth is, I know you're a mom in a busy season, you have a lot to do, you are probably lacking in sleep, all the things... um, And if you're going to do something or commit to something, you want it to be worth it. You want it to be what will work, and you want it to be what the Lord wants for you. At least, that's my prayer for you. Your time and your effort is valuable. You are worth it, and your health is worth it. But, a quick reminder, Psalm 127, 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. The last thing I want to share about casting your vision that I typically start my clients with is to check your motivations. This is kind of a constant thing, honestly, and it can be really hard, but you have to really sit down um, and be honest with yourself. Humbly ask yourself, you know, why you're wanting to get healthy, why you're wanting to lose weight or eat better or, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting to do Because I think when the Lord is at the foundation of your why, you'll see the lasting changes that he wants in your life and you'll be good with that. Like, You won't feel like you have to keep striving to earn something or to make yourself worthy of something, right? That's all I'm going to say on this because I really want you to be able to hear from the Lord, um, to hear his whisper in your heart when you think about why you're wanting what you want for your health, Okay. But having a clear vision, surrendering it to the Lord, and determining your deeper motivation, your true why, is really only the beginning, albeit a very solid foundation and beginning. So next, let's get practical. You know, you still have to have a plan. You have to take action. You have to do the thing, sometimes even when it's really, really hard. Here are just a few of my favorite verses of planning alongside the Lord. Um, and honestly, they all come from Proverbs, um, but there are many more outside of Proverbs. These are just my favorite. So Proverbs 16, 9 says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. I like to think of this as, you know, planning with your with your hands open. Like you, you have to have a plan, but you're also saying, Lord, I surrender this plan to you. And I know you are going to lead each step within this plan. And I want you to lead each step within this plan. Proverbs 19.21 says many are the plans in the mind of man, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So again, reminding you that you you have to have this plan, but seeking the Lord's purpose through it all is what will allow you to actually follow through with that plan. Proverbs 21.5 says the plans of the diligent leads surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. So making sure that you are planning properly, that you're being diligent with your plans and following them instead of just being hasty and um, you know doing the thing that feels good in that moment. And then the last one I want to read is Proverbs three, um, but I'm going to read verses five through eight. A lot of times we stop at verse six, um, but I want to read all of it and I'll tell you why after I read it. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths be not wise in your own eyes fear the lord and turn away from evil it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones i love reading verses 7 and 8 along with 5 and 6 a lot of times we stop there you know trust in the lord lean on your own understanding acknowledge him and he's going to direct your paths if we don't read in the context um You know, it goes on to talk about how doing these things, you know, fearing the Lord, turning away from evil, it's going to be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. I think, and this is really only scratching the surface, and I'm going to talk about this more hopefully in episodes in the next few weeks, um, but there is a spiritual side to your physical healing. Um, And I think that this passage that that I actually stumbled on recently um, speaks to that. So anyways let's dive a little bit deeper and hopefully get more practical into what that might look like for you. Um, So the passage that the Lord led me to share actually um, last year when I was preparing to speak at a mops group in January talking about vision and goal setting was Romans 14. Um, And I wanted to share it with you all um, today, just my thoughts from that. Um, I'm not going to read all of it. I encourage you to take a look for yourself and get the full context. But from this passage, I think Um, that you can see two steps for planning and living out your vision for your life, um, for your health, or, you know, whatever it is you're seeking to plan for today. Um, And the first step, and I'll dive more into these, but step one is to be confirmed and convinced in what you're doing. And then step two is don't compare like don't allow yourself to be swayed by what others are or aren't doing and don't judge yourself based on what you are or aren't doing in comparison to others so I'll start with step one be confirmed and convinced in what you're doing so before I go into this too much I want to share a quick story actually um, as an example of probably what not to do <laughs> Um, so several years ago, you know, I wasn't much of a goal setter. I never took the time to think through like what I really wanted, um, let alone seek what the Lord was leading me to. It was a lot easier for me to go with the flow, do what made others happy, even if it meant putting aside my own desires or, um, filling a need, even if I knew that it wasn't really the right thing for me. So I'm a runner. I've probably mentioned that on the podcast before, um, Any other runners listening? Hopefully at least a few. (laughs) Anyways, I was getting ready to train for a marathon, mostly because my friends were, not really because I wanted to, but that's another story for another day. Um, At the time, I was also volunteering for a running club as a mentor, which basically meant that I helped with a group that wanted to run a certain speed for their race. So knowing what my expectations for my race were, and knowing my past performance and my training experience and all of that, I had a certain speed in my mind that I wanted to train at. Unfortunately, that particular group was already covered by other um, volunteer mentors, um, but they needed a faster mentor, someone to run with a faster group. And I knew that it probably wasn't the best idea for me, um, but I didn't want to let anyone down. And I had some good friends that were running in that group, and... You know, I also kind of sort of liked the idea of the challenge, so I decided to move forward with that commitment. And the truth is, you know, I was swayed into it, even though it's not really what I wanted, and I knew it wasn't the best idea for me, and it turned out really not in my favor. I struggled at every single run and ultimately ended up with a back injury that almost took me out of running forever. But maybe you're like, Lauren, I don't run or even exercise. Like, I don't get it. Well, let me ask you it this way. Have you ever chosen to do something because someone told you you should? Or have you ever decided to pursue something because it seemed like everyone around you was doing it? That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. You know, when you aren't fully convinced that what you're doing is what you should be doing, you're not going to be as committed to it. Not to mention, it might not be a good idea for you, like my injury following a training plan that wasn't right for where I was in my running journey, right? Right. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about finding your true why, your deeper motivation, like the real reason you're wanting to do the thing that will keep you going no matter what. All right, so back to Romans 14, specifically the end of verse 5, which says each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. So in the context of this passage, Paul is talking about having different opinions about what to eat or not to eat or um, esteeming one day as better than another versus seeing all of them as equal. You know, you'd know, you think he was going to start talking about how some of them were um, right and some were wrong, but that's not what he does. He is actually encouraging the believers by saying basically, like, if you're convinced in your mind that what you're doing is what the Lord has led you to do, then by all means, do it. Walk confidently in what you're doing and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If you know in your heart and your mind that the Lord has directed you to something, when you go and do that thing, you are honoring the Lord. And that is exactly what we need to do when it comes to our vision and our goal setting we need to walk fully convinced and confidently that we are setting our goals and visions in the way the lord has led us even when they may look different from those around us so the question then is how do we become fully convinced in our minds of what the lord is leading us to well it's like i said before you're faced with truly being still before the lord and listening to his guidance If you're constantly looking to the world or to those around you for ideas, then you probably aren't letting the Lord's leading be the true guide in your life. So start with being still and listening to the Lord, not looking to the world for ideas. So maybe for you, your goal is to exercise a few times a week because you're looking to get in shape and maybe lose some weight. You've probably heard things like, you know, you have to exercise a certain amount for it to make a difference, or you have to do certain types of exercise to actually get in shape or, you know whatever else you've heard that has stopped you in the past from setting or completing this as a goal. Today, I want you to know that if the goal you set is what you want to do, that it's achievable and realistic for the season of life that you're in right now, then it's exactly what you need to do to begin getting in shape. Be sure of it, be confident and then go do the thing. You can always add on more later, make it more challenging later. Um, if it starts to get easy to follow this plan or whatever, but start slow and grow from there. Trust me, even if this doesn't seem spiritual at all, it is when you invite the Lord in. Taking care of your body and moving it is honoring him. So keep that mindset and keep your eyes focused on God through it all and you'll see the fruit of your efforts. So let's look at a different example. Let's say you're actually feeling like you need to give up sugar completely, at least for a time in this new year first of all, that's awesome for you. I can't wait for all that you're going to learn through the process. And second, do it. I know giving up foods completely is very quote-unquote diet mentality-like, but if sugar is an addiction for you, if it's something that is hindering your health, it's hindering your relationship with God, then do the thing that you feel like you need to do in order to seek the Lord more fully. Will it be hard? Yeah, probably. Will it be worth it? Absolutely. Is giving up sugar for everyone? No, not necessarily. Again, do what the Lord is leading you to do right now, today. So the next question is, how do you know that what you're fully convinced of is from the Lord? Especially if you're trying not to look at and compare yourself to others around you. Well, in my experience, once the Lord has laid something on your heart, you'll likely start to see confirmations. Like, you know, have you ever started researching... Um, like buying a certain new car or something like that and you start seeing that car everywhere it's that kind of thing where you start seeing those outside confirmations once you kind of have internally decided on something but the important thing here is that you start by seeking the Lord and listening to him and then let the things around you confirm it instead of the other way around right So maybe you've had times where you've heard something from the Lord and you haven't felt confirmation or you feel a fear around truly trusting in what the Lord might lead you to. Regardless of the confirmation you are getting or not, it's important that you stand strong, that you stay convinced of what the Lord is showing you. Jesus says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Trust that and have faith in the voice of the Lord that you know. You may not feel like you're hearing much leading at all, or you may feel like you're not getting any confirmation, and that's okay. It could be that he is simply calling you to be still, to rest in him, to spend time with him, to get to know him. You know, that's the first priority anyways. Everything else will come. What you need to remember is that your journey is your own. It's between you and the Lord, and nobody else's journey is going to look the same. You can't compare where you are or are not to anyone. So that brings us to the next step that we learn out of Romans 14. Step two, don't compare. Don't allow yourself to be swayed by what others are or aren't doing. And don't judge yourself based on what you are or aren't doing in comparison to others. So once you're sure of what the Lord is leading you to, stand strong and keep it between you and the Lord. Avoid that outside influence and that comparison. See, Paul goes on to discuss the idea of not doing anything to cause a brother or sister to stumble or be weakened in their faith. We should show love by allowing all we do to encourage and uplift those around us with whatever convictions they have in their lives. Verses 17 and 19 say, "...for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit." Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of the Lord for the sake of food. And then in 22 and 23, it goes on to say, um, blessed, Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. For whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because he is eating not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is a sin. So what are you doing that does not proceed from faith in other words the question that this passage makes me think of is what am i doing because the world says i should or because i'm trying to meet these outside or unrealistic expectations or because i'm trying to earn someone's love or affection or acceptance if i'm trying to do something that the lord has not led me to do or i'm doing things without the lord i begin to question whether i'm doing things that Do not proceed from faith. You know, that's a little harsh, but trust me, I'm asking myself this even as I speak it out to you. So as I wrap up today's episode, I encourage you to be intentional about seeking guidance in all things from the Lord, in faith. That is the only way to be fully convinced that what you're doing is honoring the Lord and therefore have no reason to judge yourself or others or even accept judgment of others. If you're feeling overwhelmed as you're thinking about these things, if you're feeling like you're not sure where to start and struggling to take it all in, take one next step. Just take one next step. Think about one thing that you want to do differently, that you want to change, um, one thing that will move you forward. And that's going to look different for everyone. But just one step will get you started. You know, whether that's five minutes with the Lord to um, bring your vision to him or, you know, an hour of exercise a week, you know, it doesn't matter. The point is that you're taking that one next step. You're taking action with the Lord. I want to leave you with two scriptures to keep close as you begin this journey, because right now you're likely experiencing at least a little excitement, hopefully, as you think about this renewed perspective in setting goals for your health in envisioning what your healthy lifestyle will look like and doing it in partnership with the lord so you can continue growing deeper in relationship with him along the way i know from experience though that the journey can be long and hard at times it's not an overnight change it's a lifelong transformation it's a commitment to living as the woman that god created you to be and letting go of everything that you're holding on to that doesn't serve you and doesn't serve the lord that being said, these are my, my reminders to you. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. And Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. All right. Again, Happy New Year. I love you all. I'm so grateful for each of you listening. I would love to hear about how this vision exercise goes for you, what stuck out to you in this episode, what the Lord is leading you to in your health journey as we begin another year. Please reach out, post in the Facebook community, um, Joyful Health for Christian Moms, if you're not already a part of it, or send me a private message on Facebook and let me know. I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening today if you're loving what you hear be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16-19. I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.